You're listening to The Uncommon Podcast, where we celebrate the stories of men and women who are living uncommon lives. These individuals pursue excellence and purpose in their relationships and work. They optimize their health and stewardship, and they embody victorious vision and fervent faith. Be inspired and encouraged to follow your own uncommon path and live a life of authenticity, accountability, and adventure. Welcome to The Uncommon Podcast, where I'm one of your hosts, Ryan. And I'm the other host, Philip. Hey, Phil. How, hey. You doing? How you doing over there? I'm doing okay. Awesome, awesome. First order of business for today, we shared in our episode last week on surprises. Ah, we committed. Yes. Are you surprised by this or are you, you remember? No, no, I'm okay, ready. Good. I'm ready. We were going to surprise our wives with something. So yeah, the gentleman that I am, I'll let you go first. What do you got? <laughs> <laughs> and the gentleman I am, I'm going to defer. Uh, no, <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm going to say, so I have a surprise for you. I'm not your wife. I know. But I'll tell you <laughs> what my surprise to my wife was after I give you the surprise. Okay. So last time we did a surprise, you had a surprise for me. What I was did. it? It was a bag of Reese's because you had told me in a casual conversation that's your favorite Halloween candy and it was like a couple of days before Halloween. So, Do you remember what you told me then? Have you uh, ever had a Reese's? Oh, frozen. frozen. Yes. yes. Oh, wow. Got you some frozen Reese's. Dude, and they're the originals. Oh, this is the best. Well, full disclosure, I had a full Reese's candy bar thing in the freezer and uh, my kids got a hold of it. They love it now. Yeah. They're in. Oh, yeah. But then they replaced it with those. And so I just gave you three like single wrapped awesome. Reese's. But they're frozen. It's a revelation. Like once you have it, you can't go back. I haven't done it yet. Here's why. I really have trouble with cold uh, chocolate. Okay. I, I, it's like something. Like I like it melted in my mouth. Yeah. When it's frozen, not so melting. So th- I'd say the thing with this is like it starts frozen and then like kind of melts yeah the chemistry and the <laughs> whatever t- happens and the it melts yeah. so there's your surprise man. <laughs> thank you thank yeah, you you're welcome. i won't eat it right now because the wrapper will be and then, loud and then what is it going to be frozen enough i'll, I'll refreeze it? it okay yeah yeah right, so it won't be wow okay <laughs> thank uh, you for the surprise, surprise. fail <laughs> no no not at all <laughs> back to my wife yeah so my wife's love language and i think you challenged our listeners and i i, I heard it you said don't just pick a challenge that isn't one of her love languages. It's basically kind of how you, you didn't sure. word it that way, but that's how I took it. So my love, my wife's love language is quality time. Mm-hmm. And so it was, was it yesterday? Yeah, it was yesterday. I said, babe, I'm taking you to lunch. Nice. And so I took her to lunch. It was a surprise. We went to have Fuzzy's Tacos. Oh, yum. Uh, and then we just had lunch and awesome. got to talk and hang out. So Very cool. that was our surprise. What was like a high point? thing from your guys time together your conversation yeah so we're dealing with kind of a bigger issue in our family just like kind of direction of how our family wants to go and 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 it's a big decision and and so we just talked through that hey and we're both on the same page and so i think there is change is never good but when you're unified with your spouse it makes it easier sure and so we just talked through that like hey what are the ramifications of doing this and and this that Mm -hmm. so we had a really good conversation about that. And I think both of us came away from that lunch, like fulfill or like kind of refreshed Yeah, that we were unified. Nice. So, Talking yeah. family vision. That's, that's definitely a good segue into uh, oh, what we're yes. talking about today, but I can't get ahead of ourselves because I have to share my surprise yes, as well. Yes. So I, 
surprise my wife by it is okay i'll tell you and it's kind of a surprise kind of not but i let her know that we are going to go to Hawaii at the end of March oh to my. celebrate our five-year anniversary. That is huge. So it's a surprise in the sense that I moved the date up because our anniversary is actually in September, which is when we were originally going to go. Yeah. But after doing research, everything was saying like March March is the time to go as far as like flights. Um, it's not as busy. The weather is still good. So Brilliant. I'm very like type A when it comes to like mm. researching and planning for trips, not because I need to plan out every single thing we do, but it's like, man, if we would have gone in September and like flights would have been more and it would have been super yeah. packed, like I could just avoid that by doing a little bit of research. So she was excited to hear that. I just kind of casually was like, Hey, I got a question for you. And she's like, what? I'm like, do you want to go to Hawaii with me? Like in March? And she's like, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd like to do that. Yeah. Which is fun because we've had an experience, uh, you and I, and, and her background has not been traveling a lot. Yeah. And so now she's all about that life. Oh, yeah. And now you're providing said life. Yep. And that'll be the first time we'll have been away from our kids for since they were born. Oh, so, wow. It's yeah. a big trip. Yeah. It'll be, I mean, if you the think prize. about it, it takes a day to get there, a day to get back. Oh, so yeah. Yeah. we want to be there like eight or so days. And yeah be able to explore and relax. So yeah. excited for that. Well, um, good for you. I'll probably also actually surprise her by just like signing us up for another dance class. Cause that's okay. something I we shared that love. we did. And yeah, now we've got the, got the fever and yeah, I'm not sure when this is going to air, but if your wife listens to it, <laughs> not so much surprise. <laughs> I'll, so you're going to get on that. Yeah, this is nah. Well, we'll probably have finished the class by the time that this, <laughs> this comes out. Okay. So, but yeah, back okay. to the, the segue What's that topic, buddy? kind of, yeah. Uh, teased a little bit today we're talking all things family goal setting so specifically how you and your spouse can and should carve out time either at the end of the year or the beginning of the year to really reflect and cast vision you know one of our pillars being victorious vision how are you going to do that without sitting down and right. having these conversations and mm-hmm. yeah the to connect it back to the hawaii trip like this was something we came up with on one of our previous goal setting retreats of just like talking about trips we want to take. So yeah, there's some, there's some fruit right there for you, but I really love this concept, especially in, in light of living in uncommon life, because as we've shared, uh, our uncommon pillars are radical relationships, worthwhile work, holistic health, stellar stewardship, fervent faith, victorious vision, and the family goal setting retreat really encompasses all of those things, Mm -hmm. which is just super fun to, to talk about and to dream about and, and kind of start to put some plans on paper. Yeah, I, I want to say this about un, the uncommon life. It just doesn't seem like it It just kind of seeks you out. Like you have to be intentional to be uncommon. Yeah, it doesn't happen by accident. It doesn't happen by accident, right? Yeah. And so if you think about all those pillars, like if you just let one of those pillars go, like work or relationships, like it just never really goes anywhere. Yeah, It's the time when you're intentional and you start thinking about things that you want to do to progress is when the uncommon can happen. Yeah. So I love this concept because now you're doing it with other people and you're bringing people along the ride to be intentional. For sure. So Yeah. So for this episode, I'm really just going to do a quick summary of kind of what's in the, the template that I've put together and I've right. kind of taken from different, yeah. different other retreats and marriage things that I've been exposed to and right and it, to edify ryan uh in this he's done a way better job about doing this family goal setting than i have 
tr- full disclosure. And so I'm learning just as much as uh, you, listener, if you've never done it either, yeah. don't condemn yourself and right. chastise, but like, hey, w- what can we do different? And so Ryan's done this in the past well. And so like, dude, he's got the wisdom here. Let's let's glean as much as we no, can. I appreciate that. And I'll definitely be honest about like ways that I've fallen short in this area as well. So right. yeah, it hasn't been perfect. And bear in mind, this is a working document and we'll include a link to the PDF in the show notes. So you can just have that for free. And I mean, if you want to take it and tweak it, by all means, take and tweak. Take and tweak. So, and yeah, feel free, feel free to uh, chime in with any thoughts and questions as I know you will. Uh, <laughs> but I did want to kick it off by just asking you, I know you shared how you and Aaron went and had your lunch and kind of yep. kind of delved into this a little bit, but what has goal setting or casting vision kind of looked like in your guys' marriage? Have you done anything similar in the past? Yeah, not as good as we probably should. And my wife loves Florida. And so whenever we're going to sit down and talk about goals, that'll be like, I want to go to Florida. You know? yeah. And so sometimes I avoid it, full disclosure, because I know where we're going to go. <laughs> uh, yeah. and, and so to be proactive in that and then like, all right, let's all put our heads together to figure out how to go to Florida mm-hmm. and figure out the best timing will be life-giving to both Aaron and I. Yeah. So um that's kind of what it looks like in the past. But like I would say for big decisions, family decisions, we always are make sure we're on the same page. Let's talk through it. What's our fears? How are our feelings? How are your anxiousness feeling and yep. stuff? And so, um, and sometimes that falls apart, right? Like I was thinking about one decision recently where Aaron and I were unified on. It was mm-hmm. actually me going on a plane trip. So something you need to know about myself is Aaron would rather vomit in her mouth than fly right. in a plane. She hates flying. Anyway, she has an opportunity to go for her little part-time job to Colorado. Um, so it's a direct flight. And she asked me like, hey, it's on my birthday. And so it's we on kinda, your, your it's birthday. on my birthday. Yeah. Yep. And so there was an opportunity that I could go out there. And so we talked through this, but it's also my son's birthday, my youngest son, Oakley's birthday on the same day. And so Aaron and I kind of came up to the same conclusion uh, of like, hey, this probably isn't the best time for me to go out there. And she was going to be fine with going. Yeah. And so we kind of kept moving forward on that. And uh, full disclosure, she got cold feet. Like, I can't do this alone. Mm. And the way that I responded after was not good. Like, hey, we've came to a conclusion. Mm, okay. And I wasn't thoughtful in like, okay, she has feelings in this. It doesn't matter what my schedule is. I'm going to put my wife first. Mm. Um, and I'm going to, you know, sacrificially like go with her on this because she's having a tough time. I just went to straight to like, I've already scheduled things now. Yeah. Like we both came up to this conclusion and now like I kind of went to that, like not fall victim, but a little bit. Mm-hmm. And that was a way that I like, Oh shoot. Like, and I hurt her in that too, mm-hmm. you know? And instead of just being like, okay, let's talk through this. I'll totally go. Yeah. Here was the reasons why we came to the conclusion that I wasn't going to go. Has those changed or the feelings of you not being by yourself? Have they trumped that? And, okay. and I'm here to help you. you yeah. Know? Uh, I whiffed on that. So to answer your question, uh, I don't know if that answers your question. So you're work in progress. Work in yeah, progress. Yeah. Pretty much my life slogan. Yeah. Thanks for yeah just sharing about that. And that's a good point. Even as I go into sharing what this entails is like you're whatever you put down on paper, like you're not going to nail it hundred percent. It's like be go into it with little expectations and, and just be like curious and appreciative as you have this conversation with your spouse and know like, yeah, if we get 50% of this, like, great. So, yeah, it's okay. But, yeah, yeah. No, not to put yourself stress, over stress induced on a timeline. Right. But just that, hey, we're going to try to do this. And if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, that's okay. But mm-hmm. like, at least we're going towards that direction that we're both unified on. Yeah, Good. for sure. Okay. So yeah, jumping right in without further ado. 
a couple of verses even just to kind of set the the tone. So Proverbs twenty nine eighteen says, "Where there is no vision, the people perish." Yeah, we don't want to perish in our marriage and our family. We don't. I think we don't want to drift. That's kind of when you don't do anything, you don't just stay stationary. Yeah. You actually drift, right. and then it's harder to get back. Yeah, and be intentional. So, yeah. And then Micah 6, 8, he has told you, O man, what is good and what does the Lord require of you, but to do justice, to love kindness and to walk humbly with your God. So I, I put that in there just for me, it just boils down like what God wants our lives to consist of that justice, love kindness, walk humbly with God. So this really is kind of a map of like, what is our, how is our walk with God looked in all these areas of our life and, and where do we want it to go but like also where are we submitting it to god yeah, right um you know for him <laughs> yeah. to lead right not like hey god i'm going over here yeah please bless this right. Right. all right so the purpose of the goal setting retreat once a year my spouse and i will commit to at least two days at the beginning of the year to assess our goals and growth from the previous year and to cast vision for the coming year and beyond we will commit our goals to the lord in prayer and revisit this document quarterly that's important to revisit it whether you do it quarterly or not is up to you, but do it a couple times a year. And that really helps you assess your progress and ensure that you're just staying on track and you're, you're holding yourself to it. So it starts off by just taking a look back on the past year. So some questions I have is, uh, are, uh, what are some of our favorite memories? And bear in mind, so like I fill this out and my wife fills this out. And then we sit down together and share. Mm. And then on a Google Drive, a Google Doc, I combine our answers and we save that and that's kind of what we look back on. So what are your, what are some of our favorite memories? What are any questions? No, this is really good. Cool. What are you most thankful for as you reflect back on the past year? What's one major way you stepped out of your comfort zone? How did taking this risk contribute to your personal growth? What are some of your most noteworthy accomplishments? Gosh, these are really good. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> uh, what, was one of the bigger trials or hardships you face personally and like as a couple, Yeah. how did you overcome and grow from this? Or are you like, are you still in it? You know? Yeah, and like right. even that, we're in the throes of it. Yeah. yeah. So even that is going to be like, okay, this is going to yeah. be a conversation. Yeah. So yeah. this isn't something that you just rush through when you mm-hmm. sit down with mm-hmm. your spouse. That's why we say two days. Yeah. It's a weekend deal. Yeah. Right. Free, no kids, no kids zone. Zero <laughs> kids. And then, um, what's one thing you are most excited for? about the upcoming year. So that's kind of your reflecting back. So then you get into looking ahead to the next year. So what are your goals? And for us, we start with faith because um, that's the cornerstone for, for our lives and marriage. Mm-hmm. So assessing your, and again, I'm not going to read all these bullet points. I'm just going to kind of do a brief flyover, but assessing your devotional disciplines, um, battling and overcoming sin, assessing your current witness to others, um, what are the biggest spiritual challenges you faced? What ways do you need to grow mature spiritually over the next year? Mm-hmm. Obviously you could add or take away any of those questions. Um, but that's what we've got. The next category is health and fitness. And so, remember like you have a document that you can go to. So don't feel like you have to take copious notes here. Right. Like you have right. a document that we can kind of share at the end in, in the show notes that you can get this, which yeah. that's what I'm really grateful for right now. Yeah. Make, it, make it your own. Yeah. Then we get to health and fitness. So assess your current fitness. So what does your exercise fitness regimen look like? Uh, your eating or if you're dieting, are you happy with your current health and fitness? Why or why not? What are your f- fitness goals, your health goals for the next year? And then what system or systems will you put into place to achieve your goals? Like, I really like the question of like, what is the one thing you can do today 
to set yourself up for success. Mm -hmm. So an example would be like, you might say, I want to run like your goal is like, I want to run, you know, 500 miles this year. Okay. Let's work back from that. (laughs) And like the one thing you can do is like sleep in your workout clothes and have your shoes next to your bed so that when that alarm goes off, it's easier to do. Yeah. You don't have to be like, Oh, I got to get up and try to find my clothes in the dark. It's like, just (laughs) eliminate the the friction barrier to entry. We also get into like just assessing your current mental and emotional health. That's super important. So what disciplines are you practicing that contribute to sound mental and emotional health? Uh, What's one thing you need to start doing today to improve that? Then we get into vocation and career. So your job, are you satisfied with your occupation? What do you love most about your work? What frustrates you the most? What do you, what ways do you want to grow in your profession? Um, Again, what's the one thing you can do to start advancing? Right. Um, and then what are your professional goals for the year? So do you want to make a certain amount of money? Do you want to get a promotion? Do you want to X amount of sales? Whatever it looks like. Mm-hmm. Then we get into personal disciplines. So yeah, what are your current personal disciplines for growth? Like what are your habits around reading around? Uh, I don't know. What else would you, what else would you think would come to mind when you think about like personal growth disciplines? Yeah, I think reading would be journaling good. or yeah, stewardship maybe even like what do I want to give or how do I want to sacrificially use my time, talents and resources? Yeah, that's kind of what I'd feel yep. like. For- that's awesome. Yeah. How uh, consistent or set and satisfied are you with your disciplines? Uh, how have your disciplines like produced growth? Like as you reflect back, like how have you grown? How do you want to grow? Um, then we get into like marriage. So I actually kick it off with what are your goals for your spouse? So the first thing is like, what strengths do you notice um, in good. them? That's good. What Start there. Yeah. <laughs> Start there. <laughs> yeah. What uh, personal disciplines have, are they practicing that you want to commend them for? What areas do you want to see them grow? Maybe it's like they've started a hobby and you just want them to continue oh, in that. Sure. Um, right. Right. But it can also be like, I think you need to grow in this area. Wow. Patience towards me. <laughs> <laughs> um, in what ways does your spouse do a good job serving you? And then in what ways would you ask your spouse to try to serve you better? Mm. I'm, okay. Yeah. It's like, how many people have ever, <laughs> ever, ever said question. like, Hey, I really could use you to serve, like could benefit from you serving me in this way. Yeah. Right. Um, it's a good question. It is. And then be willing to let them ask Absolutely. you. <laughs> Maybe ask that question first yeah. before. And make sure that you don't respond out of like, oh, really? Like, this is the way you can serve me then. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Humility is, is key, key here. Yeah. Uh, then you get into goals for marriage. So the first one is like, do you know each other's core values? And this is something we come back to time and time again. Mm. Um, do you know your own core values? Great. Do you know your spouse's? That's all. It's kind of like similar with the love language. You need to know how you best receive love. You need to know how your spouse best receives love. For sure. Same thing with core values. Um, what's your family's mission statement? Have you written that down? Use your core values to really um, influence what your family mission statement would be around the way you guys um, use your time together, the way you interact, the type of environment you create, the way that you serve each other and others. As your kids get older, I would encourage you, and this is, again, your mission statement is going to be an evolving statement. Um, it's in flux. And so I would say as your kids get older, like they should have a, a say in that. They should be able to share some of their core values that they want to see in that because you want them to buy in. So if you just say like, hey, this is our mission statement and then these are the expectations, 
that might not connect with them too well, but if you really empower them and give them ownership to, to write it with you, they're going to be much more bought in. Mm. Uh, then assess the spiritual health of our marriage. So how's our prayer time together, our devotional time, our growth, our worship service. How's our communication? Uh, what, where do we need to prove in, in communicating service? So again, how do I need to better, how do I need to better serve my spouse? How's our intimacy? So talking about sex and just emotional intimacy, physical intimacy. How do we want to grow? How is our like romance? How is our uh, margin around dating? Mm-hmm. Um, how do we need to improve uh, friendship? Are we friends? <laughs> that do Huge we feel question. like friends or are we just right. co-parents right. and right. coexisting? Um, what do we appreciate most about our spouse as a friend? In what ways do we want to grow our friendship? Um, how are our friendships with other people? And so you go through all these questions? Yeah. Okay. And you write them down? Yep. Both of you? Yeah. So we Both do it We do it on our own. And okay. then when we do the retreat, we go through and we there share our That's answers. helpful to know. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. it's not just like, tell us this. Tell me about that. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, yep. it's thoughtful. Yeah. Because if, yeah, if you sat down and at the beginning of it, even though you have a weekend, but if you were just going to try to work through it, then it would take forever. Daunting. So... Right. Yeah, I try to I try to encourage Victoria and myself like maybe a month out to be like, hey, we're gonna do the retreat in a month. Like, let's make sure we both have gone through this. Are you doing the retreat in Hawaii? Uh, no. Okay, just no. we'll do it. The- we'll do it like probably because it's it's no early November, so we'll probably do it at the end. Of, we've we've done it in February before. Yeah. I'd like to maybe do it a little earlier. January. Um, I mean, we might revisit it in February. That wouldn't be a bad idea. Right. But. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. No, you're good. Good question. And then we get into finances. So what financial goals did you accomplish? Assess just the current state of money management and your communication around money. Money, Like how are we feeling about yeah. money? Um, how can we improve our financial situation? Mm. Um, goals around income, goals for next year. So how much do you want to invest? How much do you want to give? What charities or organizations are we passionate about that we are giving to or or maybe we want to? How much do we want to save? What goals are we saving towards? So like a vacation, good. a big purchase. Yeah, that's good. That's kind of how we even talked about Hawaii. It's like, all right, well, we should probably save for that. That's not cheap. <laughs> and then we get into some really cool vision uh, goals for our family and future generations. So what are the goals for our family this year? So what trips, adventures, experiences do we want to share? What are your goals as a parent to connect with your kids? Uh, what are your your goals and prayers for your children? What core values do we commit to instilling in our kids? Mm. Maybe even like if your kids are old enough, like what core values have you just observed in them? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then what are your hopes and prayers for our children and grandchildren and beyond? So like spiritual, financial, like what legacy do you want to start creating today to leave to your future generations? And then like Five years from now, what's your ideal picture of our family? So, like, what are we celebrating is the way I like to ask that. So, that's really it. It's a big document. It is. If you have time to do it and yeah. you write it down, I think people will be leaning in. Let me ask you this question because yeah. I know a friend specifically who will ask me this. What if your wife doesn't like to cast vision and mm-hmm. do goals and stuff? How would you respond to that? Yeah. I mean, I would say... When I first approached Victoria with this, I think it was maybe a little intimidating, yeah. a little daunting. Right. I mean, it was for me too. Right. So it's not something you want to come in and be like, we're doing this yeah. and like force them. It's good. But if there's resistance, just have a conversation around it where you're asking questions about 
their goals and like their hesitancy yeah like why are they hesitant yeah. um what trepidation are they feeling and and then just be patiently willing to explain the value of it and again like hey we're gonna do this this is gonna help us there's no pressure for us to like nail this 100 percent. so i think mm-hmm. that might be something where someone's like okay i'm willing to do this but what if i fail mm-hmm. at, right. at executing right it's like, that's okay you have next yeah. year and the following yeah. year. And like, yeah. like I've said, um, we haven't even done this every year in our marriage. Like, I don't think we even did it last year just cause right. we had kids, but honestly I was just kind of apathetic about it and I didn't <laughs> get around to like, you know, being intentional with us doing it. So Good. I'm not going to beat myself up for that, but I, I'm like, I want to like, do better this yeah. year. And, like, yeah. Sure and then I would say too, for that person of just like, Hey, just read through the document and see if there's any questions you want to answer. Yeah, because I think there's some questions there that are kind of like, oh, yeah, I guess I could, I could, I could answer that one, and then maybe not be the one who like casts the goal or the vision afterwards. Sure. But like, oh, oh, all in, I have obviously opinions on these things. Yeah, and obviously your spouse would. So, answer the ones you want to. Right. Yeah. No pressure. Yeah, and I think there were some that Victoria didn't answer, and so if she didn't answer, I'd be like, oh, like was there a reason that you didn't answer this one? And she might have just said like, oh, I couldn't think of anything, and. So it's not like, well, you need to answer it. Yeah. It's like, like maybe, oh, well, let's talk about boy. it. Yeah. Let's focus yeah. on that one. And if something, you know, comes, comes to the surface, great. great. Cool. I want to ask you, Phil, like what yeah. stuck out to you or maybe like excited yeah. you as yeah. I just kind of did a quick flyover. Yeah. It's funny. Cause as I was like going through this, like, why haven't I ever done this with my family? Cause I don't, I actually kind of like personal goals. Like every year on my birthday, I make a goal. Usually it's something like last year is like, I wanted to row 1 million meters within the year. Yeah. And that was really inspiring for me because then I was just like, okay, there's a goal. I have to break it up and then I have to see progress and it was good. Where did that goal come from? I don't think I've asked you that. I think my realization of like your body's a temple. I've always wanted, I use it pretty hard. Like I like to compete and I want to continue to compete in a way that's life giving and, and honoring to the Lord. And so I just wanted to keep my body in shape Yeah, and I wanted an example of that. So that was something that, but what I found is I don't love having, I, I love control. Like that's my, I don't know. It's prideful. That's what it is. It's prideful. And then the, when I realized that I have to rely on other people more, I realized like how un control I am. So this is why I don't think I've ever done it mm. because I have to have, uh, I'd have to put something down and I have to rely on somebody else. It feels like that. Yeah. It's like, right? this is a team effort. This is a this team is effort. Happen. Right. And then there can be unmet expectations and then there's cause for animosity and frustration. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's why I think that I've never done it with my family. Like in my work setting, we have goals for sure. And it's really easy for me to hold accountable to the team, especially if they don't, even if they don't do it, like, Hey, well, tell me what happened. Like, Let's talk through it in a very natural way. But when it comes to your spouse, I feel like there's like, okay, he's mad at me or, you know, like, and I need to do a better job of like, Hey, this isn't a, a big deal, but at least we're putting kind of a a North star Mm -hmm. and we're going to start heading that direction that we're both unified on. Uh, But that's, as you were talking, I was like, I wonder why I haven't done this. And I was just processing through myself. And this is what I think I came up with quickly. Yeah. No. And I love just the, my, so I've been married for, you know, not even five years yet. Our boys are two and a half and one. And I just like, when I look at this, I just love imagining what is our family going to look like if we, if we stay faithful in doing this and the power is not in the goal setting retreat itself, but it's just a a platform or a catalyst to, 
important conversations and then putting things down. And there's statistics around how much more successful you are when you verbalize a goal and when you write it down and then when you share it and it just makes it more likely to finish. But I just love imagining what our family will look like and what the relationships will have more than anything with each other and with God. If we like do this and Mm. just having two young boys, I love the idea of them coming up with goals at a young age and me just like having conversations with them around it. And if, and not a pass fail mentality of like, you didn't do this fail. It's like, Oh, you struggled in this area. Like, why do you think that was like, how can you grow and improve? How could I help you? You know? Right. Um, I get excited about just dissecting my, my, my wife's brain. Cause I just really yeah. appreciate that. And those questions are that to like pull out yeah. what she's thinking. Even sometimes when she's like, I don't even know what I would think like that stuff, that tangible that I want to know the answer to. Sure. Like I want to know how my spouse, my wife, Aaron would answer those questions. Yeah. So you did a great job in the document and then also did a great job of facilitating some questions that are great to be asked and it's, it's harder sometimes to ask. Does that make sense? So like if I had some of those questions just out of the blue, I'm like, hey, what do you want our financial goals to be next right, year? Right. right? It's like, oh gosh, like <laughs> he has expectations here. But to have them being asked to you together in, in a different setting helps, I think, breed good conversation. Um, so I think that document's really powerful yeah. because it kind of puts a facilitator in the middle of it and there is no wrong answer. Right, so, right. what is it? Yeah, and I'll just share real quickly like, what I've learned as far as like best practices in doing this. Cause scream at your wife. I would not say you just like jump in and do this. So yeah, like, right. yeah. Set a time where you guys agree to do this retreat. And if you have kids like, yeah, don't bring them. Mm-hmm. I would encourage you. Don't try to just go do this at a coffee shop. Cause it's going to take longer. Like it should be a weekend thing. And so I would say definitely you need to prioritize fun. Let me share real quickly on the most memorable experience we've had doing this was the first year of our marriage before we had kids. So we were only married a a few months in and I think we went down to great wolf lodge in Mm. Kansas city. Yeah, you did. You heard that right. Two adults without kids went to an (laughs) indoor water resort and, and I found a Groupon deal for a family suite for two, for two people so there must have been like four beds in yeah. that room. It was huge. And yeah. so when we check beds, yeah, when we there. check in, we've been there. When we check in, the lady gives us our little like animal ears for the kids. <laughs> I'm like having these hypothetical conversation with her about our kids in the car. Then Victoria comes in without kids. So now the lady's like, "Wait, where are your kids?" And I didn't want to say we didn't have any because then I thought she'd be like, "Well, you can't have the family suite then." <laughs> so we just played it off. And then she's like, "All right, how many uh, bracelets for breakfast do you need?" And I was just like, two. And there was that awkward pause of like, what about your kids? I'm like, oh, they won't be eating. <laughs> That's what I said. So she, this lady just thinks I'm like abusing the these, these kids. Um, yeah. And then every time we would like walk by the desk, we'd have to like hold a towel with like stuff in mm. it to make it look like we had little kids in our arms. <laughs> but uh, uh, I would say before. So yeah, before you actually dive in with the answers that you've come up with, like pray. If, if you're, oh, if great. you're, uh, you know, share our faith, like pray, uh, because you're going to be getting into some heavy topics like intimacy, communication, money, vocation, yeah, sex, health and fitness, your goals for your spouse and marriage. So if you, you know, you know, the enemy hates when we try to live intentionally and like submit our hopes and dreams in our lives to God. Mm. So if you go into this casually, I think 
some of these topics can very easily result in like argument or accusations or defensiveness. So pray and breathe and don't go into it with like expectations, but just have a mindset of like appreciation and curiosity. And then, yeah, definitely don't try to do the whole thing in one sitting. Like go have some fun wherever you go. Yeah, have that strategically planned out. Yeah. Yep. Maybe do a little bit in the morning. Yep. Go have some fun, have a nice dinner, maybe do some in the evening and then, rinse and repeat for the next day. I agree. Um, it's good. Yeah. And that's funny because that's kind of how we, we designed the, the uncommon experiences. Like we have some deep things that we're talking about, but we also have some really fun things yeah. that we can pull out and be like, man, this was just fun. Yeah. You know, let's go back in. So I think that's really good. Yeah. Um, okay, dude, that's it. Yeah. That's, that's all I got. That's so good. I didn't, yeah. I encourage you to, you know, the we're in November, so the end of the year is coming up. So yeah. this is a great time for to do it. You to get this and give it to your spouse and carve out some time to do it on your own, and then, yeah, just set a a fun getaway to go do this. And I think you'll be really pleasantly surprised with what comes from it. Good job, good job, and working on this. Um, yeah, thanks for listening. And you know who you've been listening to, the uncommon, uh, trying to strive to be more uncommon, be intentional, and this is a great way to do it. So download it. Yeah. I'm challenging you to download this thing, set out a weekend and go be uncommon with your spouse and, and cast a vision for your family. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you.